morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks. Yeah. After uh, a long week of a the... long week of convention, it's good to be back home. Yeah, and we missed last week. Apologize for that because yeah. we were in between and and vacations and so forth. But we are back. We are so, back. Right. And uh, today we look at the tenth Sunday after Pentecost. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Also with you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, though we do not deserve your goodness, still you provide for all our needs of body and soul. Grant us your Holy Spirit that we may acknowledge your gifts, give thanks for all your benefits, and serve you in willing obedience. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament reading is from Isaiah 55, 1-5. Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligent to me, diligently to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear, and come to me, hear, that your soul may live. And I will make you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. Behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and a commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall call a nation that you do not know, and a nation that did not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle reading is from Romans 9, 1 to 13. I am speaking the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience bears me witness in the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers, my kinsmen, according to the flesh. They are Israelites, and to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, and the promises. To them belong the patriarchs, and from their race, according to the flesh, is the Christ who is God over all, blessed forever. Amen. But it is not as though the word of God has failed. For not all who are descended from Israel belong to Israel, and not all all are children of Abraham because they are his offspring. But through Isaac shall your offspring be named. This means that it is not the children of the flesh who are the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as offspring. For this is what the promise said, about this time next year I will return and Sarah shall have a son. Not only so, but also when Rebekah had conceived children by one man, our forefather Isaac, though they were not yet born and had done nothing, either good or bad, in order that God's purpose of election might continue, not because of works, but because of his call. She was told, the older will serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 14th chapter, verses 13 through 21. Now when Jesus heard about the death of John, he withdrew from there and abode to a desolate place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Now when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the day is now over. Send the crowds away to go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said to them, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. 
They said to him, We have only five loaves here and two fish. And he said, Bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass, and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up twelve baskets full of broken pieces left over. And those who ate were about five thousand men, besides the women and the children. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, I'm going to ask the question on Sunday is, um, will there be enough? And it's a question that we all ask at some point in our lives. Um, will there be enough to pay for the bills? Uh, will there be enough um, to take care of things? Will there be enough time to do the things I want to do? Will I have enough energy to accomplish this task? Um, and that really was the question that was posed that day with the disciples is, will there be enough? Jesus had just heard about the death of John the Baptist, his cousin, and in some sense, I suppose he was mourning, right, in his human nature and comforted by the Heavenly Father who went and withdrew to a desolate place. And, of course, the crowds followed him because they knew of all the miraculous things that he had done. And, and the first thing it says is that Jesus had compassion on them. They came with their broken lives and their um, their their questions about Jesus and and Jesus has compassion. That's what Jesus always does. He has compassion. Um, with Jesus, he doesn't live with the worldview like we do. Will there be enough? There is always more than enough with Jesus. So Jesus looks at the disciples and he says, you feed them. And I don't think he perhaps was doing this to question their faith, but he knew the answer. He knew that there was enough with Jesus. And we try to get more by taking things, right? By grabbing onto things instead of opening up our hands and receiving the gifts and blessings of God our Father. I think one of the things I wanted to point out about this is that, you know, when you're first married, um, first of all, it's by yourself. And there's more than enough love for yourself, right? <laughs> and then you marry your spouse. Um, and you, of course, have love for her. I think sometimes we look at this like a, like a pie, you know, that we start dishing out our love. Um, so you have the first child, and of course there's there's enough. And then the second child, and you ask, is there enough love for that child? Of course there is. And then the third, and then the fourth, of course for me it was, was six, but um, you always had that question is, is there enough? Will there be enough to go around? And with the Lord, there's always enough. Um, and ultimately, he takes all of the things that we have that are broken, and he brings us back whole together again. And and the place that he does for us, for this as a church, is as we gather around his holy table, right? Where we're joined together in that, in that mystical communion, not only with the church here on earth, but with the church in, in heaven. Um, so that's kind of the direction I'm going with it. I don't know if you got any thoughts yeah, about that. I like it. The, um, the one thing the disciples didn't take into account and um, that we often don't take into account is God was there with them in Christ. The author of creation was there. Mm -hmm. The one who, who creates out of nothing um, is there. And because he was there, um, there would be enough. Mm -hmm. There would be more than enough. Um, uh, there's always more with the Lord, uh, the maker of heaven and earth. There's an unending stream of, of blessings, of, of food, and, and, and of the necessities of life and and of his, his love and care will we'll never run out. It reminds me kind of the wedding at Cana in Galilee, mm -hmm. right? They ran out of wine, but Jesus was there. So they didn't run out of wine. 
not only did they not run out of wine, they had more than enough. They, and they had um, the finest of wines. Uh, God is the author of creation and God is the one who provides for every need of our bodies, but also of our souls. Our, there's more than enough forgiveness here for that our Lord is here to give. He's present among us. And, and you know, there's leftovers too, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's meant to, 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 uh, to bring these blessings into the hearts and lives of others as well. One time I, I uh, maybe I said this before, maybe not, I guess. It doesn't worth matter, repeating. repetition is Repetition good. is good for the soul. Um, but in a, a Bible class, I, I talked about, you know, corn and there's mm, yeah i remember yeah that, that and bill jens i remember in a class i i said uh, i want you know think about one kernel of corn and what that produces right mm -hmm. you put it in the ground and out of one comes all of these kernels of corn well bill jens counted and um apparently um every stock has two two ears mm -hmm. and um he counted and there was uh 1900 and some kernels i mean if you think about that out of one, one seed one yeah one seed all of these kernels of corn and you you think jesus with a, a few fish and, and a few loaves of bread he feeds over five thousand people besides women and children why because he's lord he's god this he's the source of all of these things so when we come to church we're coming to the source of 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 life itself we're coming to uh the one who is the source of our food and and drink and everything we need both for this life and for the life to come and so um you know even when jesus is out in the wilderness they're not out of the wilderness because god is with mm -hmm. them um he's providing for them and if you think about it in the wilderness before with the old Testament in the Old Testament too, manna from heaven, right? Mm -hmm. Water from the rock. Mm -hmm. Why? Because God was with them and leading them and providing for every need of both body and soul. So with, with the Lord, there's always more. And I think that's why, mm -hmm. boy, I'm going out, I'm on a roll. Um, I think that's, that's why we, we didn't do this last week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think, it, you know, that's why, you know, we can give away everything we have because with God, there's always more. You mm -hmm. can even even with your life, right? With with God, there's more life, and ultimately, life that conquers even death. So I think I think this you got a lot to work with yeah. here. And yeah. you know, even Adam and Eve grab for them. So whenever we take um, take what is not ours, there's there's always a curse. Yep. But when we receive, there's always a blessing. And there's more to be given out. So, yeah. Yeah. And and it's good stuff. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Yeah. So. Um, we have a lot of great hymns on on um, Sunday. I thought we'd sing a few verses of a favorite hymn, um, hymn 619 of Lutheran Service Builder. It's a communion hymn and um, kind of kind of brings some of the, these thoughts together. Let's you know yeah. you know what's interesting. One yeah. one final thought is is you know a lot of these are communion hymns, mm -hmm. right? Because the bread from heaven, the body and blood of Christ. Um, and, and so he goes with us, so we have we have more than enough. But which verses yeah. do you want to? Let's do one through three. Okay. Thy body gave for me, O Savior, thy blood which thou for me didst shed. These are my life and strength forever. By them my hungry soul is fed. Lord, may thy body and thy blood before my soul the highest good. With thee, Lord, I am now united. I live in thee and thou in me. No sorrow fills my soul delighted. 
it finds its only joy in Thee. Lord, may Thy body and Thy blood be for my soul the highest good. Who can condemn me now for surely? The Lord is nigh who justifies. No hell I fear and thus secure thee. With Jesus I to heaven rise. Lord, may thy body and thy blood be for my soul the highest good. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Amen. See you in church on Sunday. Thanks. Yeah.